In sports, they say numbers never lie, but odds are they do. Sam Steinmeier, Brady Archer, and host Andrew Botwinick are about to go against the grain this week as we make our day-to-day picks. All views and opinions expressed in today's show do not reflect KZLX, KNWT, or Northwest Missouri State University. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Well, we got our What Are the Odds picks coming up here. A nice little segment where it's week four, after week four, coming into week five. We're halfway through halfway of the season at the one quarter mark we're gonna do our quarterly grade checks we're gonna go through team by team kind of give out some some quarterly checks for coaching offense defense pretty much anything that we can think of that that would need coached so austin you want to go ahead and and pick us off with a division or start us off with Uh, something okay i think let's start with let's start with the afc north because i think that division is actually kind of interesting how it started out in a lot of different ways um, I think for Cincinnati, it's tough because everyone knows they're in absolute rebuild. Um, so I think they would obviously start out with a lower. Gr- so do you want me to go and list off a grade for each of the d- teams in each division? So we'll, we'll how we'll okay. do it is we'll go a grade for their overall team, a grade for their offense and defense separate. So, okay. so offense, defense separate, and then a, a specific player spotlight for each team, oh, okay, whether it okay. be good or bad or just a, a player that is noteworthy. So if a player is playing poorly, that player gets a certain spotlight. So when we get to the Jaguars, Jalen Ramsey's probably going to get a, let lo- a lot less lower grade than he would have last season right. because of all of the off-the-field stuff. Right. Um, okay. So in terms of Cincinnati, um, I, I think um, – boy, this is this is tough. Um because I think when you look at their offense, I would give their whole team a D offense, a D, probably an F, and their defense probably a C. Um, so levels out to a D there. You see how I did that? Okay. okay. <laughs> I see you. I see you. Um, and I think with – I'm going to go with – can I go with their offensive line as just giving them yeah. a grade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. F. F. Offensive line. I mean – when you give up eight sacks in one game, like I was mentioning with Andy Dalton, this man doesn't have enough time to throw. He has a quarterback rating of 23 um, and only has five touchdowns on the season because he's running for his life. Um, so, and I, I think their injury of Ross um, getting injured early on in the season hurts, certainly. Um, but when your offensive line is struggling with the way that they have um, – so, yeah, I'll give them an F. So I, I got Cincinnati with a D. I, I agree. Cincinnati with a D for me. Okay. Offensively, a C. I think offensively they, they looked good at the beginning of the season. Defensively, an F. You, you scored – you give up 21 against Seattle, 41 to the Niners, 21 to the Bills, and 27 to the Steelers. You're not getting much on, on defense that's going to help your team out. The player spotlight for me is Joe Mixon. I'm going to give him a question mark because I haven't yet to right? see him do anything. He has not had over 61 yards, I believe, in any given game. He has not had a game. He's supposed to be a top-10 caliber running back. Hasn't shown that, and it's not Zach Taylor's play calling. It's him. He hasn't been able to produce when he gets touches on the ball. So I think, for me, I agree with you. Cincinnati is sitting at a D for me. Um, so let's go, let's go next with, um, Baltimore, um, because I think them and the Browns are pretty, well, actually, yeah, let's go with Pittsburgh first, because I think the Browns and Ravens are pretty even, would you agree? Um, so with Pittsburgh, it's so tough with Pittsburgh. 
And I think obviously a player you're going to have to spotlight in this um, for me is Devin Bush, um, the rookie linebacker out of Michigan. Um, right now, he, uh, I saw he's like third right now in like defensive, defensive rookie yeah, of the year. At the quarter, he's been a monster this season. Um, so. He gets a, a higher grade, I think, a B to A range for me right now for Devin Bush, and I think he helps out that defense a lot. Um, but offensively, without without Ben Roethlisberger, your offense is going to take a hit. I like Mason Rudolph, but it's it's obviously not the same as Big Ben. Um, so offensively, I would probably go with a, a D, um, and totally I would go with a C for Pittsburgh. I would say overall – Pittsburgh, you won a game. You're a little bit better than than what the Bengals are. C minus, I would say offensively okay, C- a, C-. A, like a a C to C plus range in somewhere in there. They've scored points. They they can score. They didn't look good week one against the Patriots, but that's the outlier out of the group. So I think outside of that, they've been able to score defensively. They're giving up almost as many as they are scoring aside from the Bengals game because that's the Bengals. I think defensively they're sitting at a D minus, almost that F range. You look at the player spotlights, it's got to be Mason Rudolph. I, I I listened to Colin Coward say this about the Steelers organization. This kid in college slang the rock. He was good. He was a, yeah. he they, he was able to to go out there produce put up numbers and now now that he's with the Pittsburgh Steelers and he sat a year or two they're not confident Mike Tomlin's not confident in, in letting him do that they, and Colin Coward said it best they're helicopter parenting him they're not letting him mm. air it out they're they're kind of over his shoulder kind of saying okay well we're gonna wait for you to make a mistake and we're gonna try and correct the mistake before you make the mistake they should just let him make the mistake. Let him sling the ball out like he did in college. That's the only thing for me for Pittsburgh. Once they get that settled, they're going to start winning games more because they're going to get a little bit more involved. You you right. still got uh, Connor. You got James Connor. You've got Juju Smith Schuster. You still have playmakers on offense. You have playmakers on defense. You have Bush now that we just mentioned. He's good too. And we'll flip now. Ravens and Browns, as Austin mentioned, they're they're kind of in the same boat. They're both two and two, similar records, points for points against. Browns eighty nine points for ninety one points against. Zero and two at home, two and zero on the road. That's the only interesting thing for me is that they're playing better on the road. Yeah. And in this Monday night game against the Niners, that's a big question too. I'm gonna give both of these teams a uh, B minus. Um, I, I think Cleveland interesting and starting out kind of slow, obviously getting killed by Tennessee and Baltimore starting out hotter than any team in the league and then kind of leveling out. Um, I think off offensively I'll highlight. Um, so for both offenses, I think they're in a B to B plus range. Um, and then defensively it's tough because right now um, in the player I'll highlight for Cleveland has been miles Garrett who's just been a beast for them. Um, I think you could also throw Nick Chubb in there as being a player spotlight for the Browns. Um, And then looking at it for Baltimore, it's been Lamar Jackson. He's been a lot better than I think people were anticipating. Um, So I would give Lamar Jackson a B plus. I'd probably give um, Miles Garrett an A minus. And so then I think that's where it it evens out is defensively, um, where – Cleveland looked really great against Baltimore's defense, but then Baltimore's defense has looked pretty good against the Chiefs. It's looked pretty good against Miami and and several others. So um, I think these teams are right even right now, and their records show that. 
Yeah, I have them both pegged at about the same. The only X-Factor player for me for the Ravens is, is Mark Ingram. A pretty decent signing for them. I would put him in the B, B-plus range. He had three touchdowns against the Chiefs, two against the Dolphins, because they're the Dolphins, of course. Right. Uh, against the Cardinals, he kind of struggled a little bit. The Browns didn't really put up a lot, 70-something yards for the Browns. A little over 70, I believe, for the Cardinals as well. He's a player that once he gets involved more, Lamar Jackson's going to take a little bit of some pressure off himself. For the Browns, it was Baker at the beginning of the year. I still agree it is it is Baker it is kind of the only question mark on that offense. If he comes out and plays well, the team plays well. If he struggles, the team also kind of struggles. I would put his, his play still at a solid B, B-minus range right now. Hasn't really shown me much, but glimpses of, of what he had last year. And we'll kind of speed through the rest of these because we have just under 10 minutes and we have a couple yeah, okay, more things. Okay. So we'll flip now to the AFC East. Patriots, obviously, will start from top down. Patriots look good. I'd put them in an A, A+. I'd put them in an A as well. Yep. There's really no player spotlight for this one because everybody's been playing well. I guess if you are going to player spotlight anybody, for me, it would be Devin McCourty on defense. Ooh, I like AFC that. player I of, like the, of the month. Great guy. Four picks, five pass deflections. Like He's that. leading the Patriots on defense. I like that. Bills, 3-1 and one record. I'd go B+. Plus. I, I would also say B, B-plus range for all across the board there. They're doing the things right. They're finally getting over that hump that they were that they were having for so long. And the only thing that sucks for them is that they play the Patriots twice. Exactly. <laughs> but they played the Patriots last week and looked pretty good. Decent, yeah. They looked pretty good. Except now you have to go to Foxborough the next time you play them. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And, and X-Factor for me for this team – um, I would say the run game. I couldn't really limit it to one player because it's Josh Allen, Singletary, the rest of those guys. Right. They all kind of run the ball. If they can get the run game going as well as is Josh Allen being somewhat formidable throwing the ball, that's a good team. Very much. And then you have the Jets and the Dolphins. Dolphins, I guess we can already all say F across F. the board. I'd probably um, go C- minus D plus for the Jets. I, w- I would have them in the D-plus range. They haven't won a game yet, haven't really impressed me too much. Part of it's because Sam Darnold's been yeah, out. Right. Part of it is also because you have Le'Veon Bell, and he has Where not has he done been? much. Where has he been? Exactly. That's, it. That's the player spotlight for me, Le'Veon Bell. Hasn't done a whole lot. Dolphins, player spotlight, Brian Flores. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> AFC West, we'll go from top down once again. The Chiefs have to put them in that AA-plus a- range. Yep. They're one of three un- left undefeated teams. Yep. Player spotlight, Patrick Mahomes, AFC Offensive Player of the Month. Incredible numbers. He's leading for MVP in terms of the quarterly check. I know that doesn't really amount to much, but he's almost put up 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns, no interceptions early on. Um, Raiders are listed as the second team in the AFC West. I think they've played a little bit better. I would put them in the C, C C-plus range. They're kind of middle of the pack. Two and two shows middle of the pack. Yeah, I would would go C, C C-minus, yep. You have the Chargers. I think based off just what we saw last year and all B-. the injuries, I would also go B minus. That's exactly what I was going to say. Question mark for me for the Chargers, wide receivers, health. Yeah, where is it? We need health for this team, and that's the only big thing for me. Broncos, zero and four record, D plus. I would say D D minus. They they've had glimpses where they've had close games. See, I say D plus because they shouldn't be zero and four. And maybe that's why you put them at that D-minus range, because they shouldn't be 0-4, and, and they've lost close games that they shouldn't have. So. Exactly. I, I wouldn't put them in the same boat as the Bengals. I wouldn't put them in right. the same boat as, as, uh, the Dolphins as the Dolphins or the, or the Jets. Or the Jets, exactly. And that's the thing. is that Another thing, too, is that all of these, these teams that haven't won yet, for the most part, have rookie head coaches. Exactly. 
Yep. Fangio, you have Zach Taylor, you have Brian Flores, Plus you have Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. The only difference, the only outlier in this is the Jets, who still have a new coach, but he's not new to the league. Adam yeah, Gaze yeah. is still a new coach. Some early woes to some of these teams with new management. Broncos, question mark for me, pass rush, Bradley Chubb's out, uh, Vaughn Miller's still in. They need to find someone that's going to be that other outside Ed Rusher. Right, um, right. We'll go to the last AFC team, or AFC division, rather, AFC South, Texans, Colts, Jaguars, and the Titans, all 2-2. Two and two. <laughs> This division is, as Austin said earlier, up for grabs. I think the whole division is ranges from a C- minus to about a B right now. They're all just... Who's who's that outlier sitting at the B? Because I would almost say they're all at, at C+, plus right C now. C+, plus? <sighs> I like Indianapolis. I think they're probably a B minus. So I would say B minus is probably the highest I would go with Indianapolis. And, and they've showed me the most confidence, I think, out of a team in this division. But then again, you could go with Gardner Minshew because I think that's also intriguing. Spotlights for me, Texans, offensive line. Get yep. Deshaun Watson some health. What are you doing? Give him a, a, Colts, Marlon Mack. I'd give the, the offensive line for the Texans a, a D plus. They're not doing yeah, well. They're bad. Uh, Colts, Marlon Mack. Probably he's been phenomenal. They need to continue giving Who's him the Jacksonville's ball. Jacksonville's player spotlight. I wonder. It's Jalen Ramsey hasn't <laughs> played much. Yep. C C minus range. He's, up he's, he's been well. I would say yeah. Gar- Gardner Minshew phenomenal. He's been able to step into his own stuff. I'd give him a B plus. I would say he's been yeah. playing out of his mind for the spot that he was in initially. I'm not saying B plus is going to get you Pro Bowl numbers, but you're putting up numbers that are also rookie of the year. Schedule. Exactly. And Colts, Marlon Mack, I would say, is probably one of those guys. Feed him the ball, give him the ball. Titans, I would almost say their whole defense. Their defense has looked phenomenal. Offensively, it might be an A, honestly. Offensively, Derrick Henry, he's been pretty good. He's been pretty good. He's been able to take some he's of the pressure. He's always been pretty good. He's always been consistent. We'll flip now. NFC East, Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, Redskins. We'll start with the Cowboys, 3-1. and one. I would say they're sitting at the A minus A exactly range. Where I was going to say, I wouldn't I would say put A them minus B plus. Yeah. I wouldn't put them at the same rate that the the, the Chiefs and the the Patriots nope. are on because they're nope. not undefeated. But one one play could make them undefeated, exactly. and I think that's exactly what you're seeing with this team. Offensively, we already hit on this the entire day. They're good. They 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 play well on offense. They play extremely well on defense. Their points for points against are one hundred seven fifty six. They're almost doubling their points allowed this year. They're playing phenomenal. Kind of hard to vote against that. A A minus. Uh, player spotlight for me. Dak Prescott. Give him an A. Halfway to an A minus. Probably he's sitting. I think second in the quarterly MVPs. He's he played is. like it. Yep, he's he played is. like it. Eagles two and two. I would almost have to put them in the, the C-plus range, higher of the C-plus. B-minus is where I would go with Philadelphia. I couldn't really think of any big question mark for the Eagles. Maybe Carson Wentz's health. If is he, Carson if Wentz he, playing up to the contract that he got? Absolutely not. Absolutely They're not. sitting at 2-2. Two and two. The only time they won the Super Bowl is when he was hurt. <laughs> Granted, it was the team that he had brought to the, the playoffs. Yep. But after that, Nick Foles was able to take care of the rest. That's where they're at. C plus, I would say B minus. Giants are an interesting one with Daniel Jones. Uh, I would say 
same boat as the Eagles, C plus. I would oh, okay. say the way they've been playing I'd with Daniel with, 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 C, with C Daniel minus. Jones, yes, C plus. I think if you put him in the game, okay. in the at the beginning of the so season, just with this Giants team, currently. this current Giants team, yes, I would C say plus. C plus. Yep, I would. If you count in with Eli, yes, C minus C. But but with Daniel Jones, they've looked a lot better. And then you have the Redskins, D, D to D minus, yeah. The run game, they had Adrian Peterson for a couple games. Their quarterback play is is probably a little bit better. Now they have Dwayne Haskins. They're able to rely a little Maybe. bit more on someone else. NFC West, 49ers 3-0. They had a bye week last week. I would You have to say A- because they're undefeated yeah, still. I guess you keep, I I would, in the A range. I would say I need to see I a like little Seattle bit more. I like Seattle more, though. I, I, think I do, too. I so do, too. I, might even, I think I'm going to put San Francisco B-plus and Seattle A-. minus. I Yeah. I w- I'm also putting Seattle at an A minus. Russell Wilson, third best player in the league, probably. I think he was third in the the MVP, MVP quarterly. I want to say. Yep. 49ers defensively. I think it's funny we both read this article and like that's why I liked when reading your rundown. I was like, oh yeah, this will be good because this because this, this yeah. just came out. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I was hoping that they would come out with that. Yeah. Uh, 49ers defensively, they're good. Offensively, there are still some question marks. Jimmy Garoppolo, not nearly as good as the rest of the quarterbacks that are in the position that the, these teams are in. Right. Um, Seattle, A-. minus. We both agree on that one. Russell Wilson's been phenomenal. Rams, 3-1. and one. I would say they're at the B-plus range. Yes, I would. I say that there's still some question B, B+. marks. B, B-plus. Yep. Big question for me, Todd Gurley, give him the ball. Todd Gurley's played to me at a, a C-minus level. Hasn't really done a whole lot. Very accurate. Cardinals, bottom of this division, 0-3-1, um, being outscored by just over 35 points a game. <laughs> uh, or not a game, excuse me. Overall on the season, 35 points they're being outscored by. They they have not looked good. Kyler Murray is going to probably get a win here against the Bengals. Um, to me, this team really has not done much. I would put them at the D-minus only because they tied. Or at, at the D-plus only because they tied. Yeah, I would, I would go... D D minus as well. Yep. So we'll flip NFC North and NFC South because we have a little bit crunch for time here. Uh, Packers three and one, Bears three and one. I would say they're both at the same page uh, in that B plus A minus range. I would almost uh, say A minus for, for the Packers, B-may, yep, and then the Bears at, at a B, B plus. plus. We Packers one hundred percent agree. hundred <laughs> percent, absolutely. Packers look good. <laughs> Their defense, player spotlight, all of their defense. Their defense was the only question mark they had last year. They fixed it. They're good. They're back. Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. Matt LaFleur. I would almost spotlight Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur's played, or not played, he's coached coached phenomenally. Really well. You flip to the Bears, Mitch Trubisky, question mark, B, B B-plus range for me. Um, You could also player spotlight Khalil Mack, give him an A-plus right off the bat. Good to go. He's he's a good player. Lions. It's pretty good. Lions, I would say B. I would say B-plus. B-plus. I would. I really would. They're Lions they're good. They're a lot better than they have been in years past. And then player spotlight, carry on Johnson. He's kind of had a, a coming out party for him. They have the Lions have not had a running game that they're used to having. He he has been able to bring that. The Vikings, two and two on the season. They've had some, some C off. Plus. I would say C plus B minus as well. Off. Even though the, they have similar records, yeah. Their player spotlight is anybody who has the ball on offense. Not aside Kirk from Cousins. Dalvin Cook. <laughs> <laughs> so Dalvin Cook is the only guy that is safe in my book. The rest of them work it out. Come back to me when you do. NFC South, you got the the Saints at three and one, Buccaneers two and two, Panthers two and two, Falcons one and three at the bottom of this division. To me, the Saints look pretty good. Um 
with Teddy Bridgewater B plus with Drew Brees A minus just because the rest of these pieces around I, them. Teddy Bridgewater has still won games that he wasn't supposed to win when he was true. starting. He beat beat the Seahawks when they were undefeated. He played outplayed Russell Wilson. He just beat the Cowboys. Those are two back-to-back NFC games that you're playing with your backup quarterback and you're still winning those games. It's hard to pick against them. I would say they're at the A-minus range, yeah, probably I more would, towards even after hearing myself say that. I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. A-minus, is A-minus, B-plus is where I put them. Player spotlight, that one's a little bit tough. Um, initially, I would, I would for now, Teddy Bridgewater. He's played phenomenal B plus range Marshall for him. Lattimore plays like he did. Marshawn Lattimore that. definitely an A minus A material guy. Buccaneers two and two on the record. I would say they're a little bit better than what their record shows, but not much. B minus. Um, I would say B minus B plus. Player spotlight for me: Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett, incredible. One hundred percent incredible. Is he number one in like acquisitions? Yep. 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 Acquisitions on the year. Um, he's been a beast. He's been able to do it all. He was sitting behind Von Miller for year and year and year, and then yeah. rounded out. Panthers two and two. Cam Newton at the beginning of the season struggled. Kyle Allen looks to be getting a little bit better uh, for this offense. Yeah. I honestly think with Kyle Allen, and I said this on WSK weeks ago, this is Cam Newton's last year. He's not going to be coming back next year. Kyle Allen's going to get the job. That was one of the things we were going to be talking about as well. Gardner Minshew and Kyle Allen look to be strong backups. Those are good guys. Panthers two and two. I put them at the B minus B range. Um, not great, not great, but good. And then the Falcons, Average. one and three. I would say the Falcons can't get better than C plus. No, cannot. So I would say maybe even a C, C minus. I was going to say C is where I have them pegged. That's C is I, where I would have not them. hear anything higher than a, a C plus because no, it's not that's true. Wrong. Exactly, yeah. not true. So those are our quarterly checks. Um, who are our quarterly MVPs and defensive player of the years? We kind of hinted at that. We kind of mentioned that we've both read the same articles about this. <laughs> I think at this point, quarterly MVP, I'm agreeing with what they said. It's got to be Patrick Mahomes. It's got to be Patrick Mahomes. He's outplayed everybody. Um, I agree with what they have, though. Dak Prescott and Russell and Wilson. Russell Wilson. Great. Um, but a lot of that is the system they play in, whereas Patrick Mahomes is just the better player. You know, like, it's not necessarily the system. I mean, obviously, having Andy Reid and having the weapons that Mahomes has helps. Um, but Patrick Mahomes makes a lot of those plays just because he's that good. Whereas Dak and Russell Wilson are in absolute perfect systems for their style. Um, so I would agree it's Patrick Mahomes. I think that's a good call there. Defensive player of the year. For me, Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett, we mentioned him earlier. Phenomenal player. Yeah. His stats his stats prove it. He he's able to do stuff for this Tampa Bay defense that, that hasn't been done in a while. Yeah, I, boy. I I want to go Shaq Barrett as well. Um, but a guy you mentioned, I think, Devin McCourty for New England in he's been playing really He's definitely really, on the really short well. list. Yep, he's he's right there, I think, with Shaq Barrett. That's that can kind of be a toss up. If you say one or the other, I won't disagree. So we'll speed through the rest of these quick little topics that we have here. We have a couple more minutes before we take a break and then come back with our lock of the week. Austin Eckler, six touchdowns on the season, three rush, three receiving. Melvin Gordon back now. Does his workload change? Austin and I were kind of hinting at this earlier. Do you think it changes? 
I think it changes a little bit, but it shouldn't be eliminated because this guy's a playmaker and needs to still get touches. Eckler will still start for me, in my opinion. Um, Melvin Gordon will still get some playing, obviously. They're going to try and rotate both of them, but Austin Eckler is going to have the ball the majority of the time. That's when you get into the question that we were talking about earlier with quarterbacks, where if you make a mistake, you look over to make sure that this guy's not coming in. That's what Austin Eckler is going to have to deal with the whole game. I think it only boosts his gameplay even more. Bucks beat the Rams. Has Bruce Arian guided Jameis Winston to the same fountain of talent that has shown Peyton Manning, Big Ben, Andrew Luck? Because Bruce Arians coached all of those guys. Apparently, he's the quarterback whisperer, I, and he must have found the right ear for Jameis Winston. I thought this was a significant possibility coming into the season, and I think it's leaning towards that way. I kind of want to see a little bit more evidence, but I think it's definitely a possibility because I thought it was a possibility coming into the season that if there was a coach that could maybe help Jameis Winston, it would be Bruce Arians. Um, and as of what we saw last weekend, it's definitely going in the right direction. I think so, too. I want to see more evidence, though. Jameis Winston has looked strong, I want to say, in the last couple of weeks. He hasn't played fin- like he hasn't played out of his mind. I mean, I agree. But he's played well enough. That he's, 100%. And he's got a much better receiving core than he had. He had O.J. Simpson now, right. uh, Mike Evans. He's got Chris Godwin, who's playing out of his freaking mind. Pretty accurate. The last thing we have here, some understudies that show yeah. that stole the show. Love backups it. backups last week went five of two. They won five, lost two. Um, wins by Kyle Allen, Gardner Minshew, Teddy Bridgewater, Chase Daniel, and then losses, Dwayne Haskins, Matt Barkley. One of those guys had to lose for Dwayne Haskins and and, and oh, I'm blanking on who they even played. Who the Redskins played? Yeah, they played Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. I don't know why I didn't have Daniel Jones listed on here. Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins played. One of them had to win. One of them had to lose. That's what we got here. Are there any of these backups that you could see playing as a starter relatively soon for the rest of the season? Obviously, some of these situations are different. Daniel Jones is probably going to be the starter for the rest of the season and, and, and moving forward. Are there any of these guys that are coming in as backups? Kyle Allen, Gardner Minshew, Teddy Bridgewater, Chase Daniel, uh, Dwayne Haskins. We're going to X Matt, X Matt Barkley because there's no reason for him to even be on this list just because he was a backup. I, I think you can probably eliminate um, Teddy Bridgewater and Chase Daniel because, uh, especially Teddy Bridgewater, because once Drew Brees comes back in, that's automatic. Um I would I would honestly lean towards Kyle Allen, honestly, um, in terms of Cam Newton. If, if they continue to win with Kyle Allen, and I think your you're off-your-rocker take is leaning in the right direction of Cam Newton potentially being done with Carolina. Um, so I would actually lean towards Kyle Allen potentially being a starter if they continue to have this level of success. Um, Gardner Minshew, too. I mean, he's hot right now. But um, Nick Foles has won a Super Bowl, so that becomes a little closer. I would lean towards Kyle Allen. I think Dwayne Haskins definitely has the job in, in Washington already. Kyle Allen, I think he would. I think he does get the job there. Gardner Minshew. Yeah, obviously. That, I didn't, Gardner I Minshew, didn't say Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins. I think Dwayne Haskins yeah, was, was kind of a, yeah. yeah. Gardner Minshew is another interesting one where, as, as you mentioned, Nick Foles. I think once Nick Foles comes back, we'll look at the record that Jacksonville has. Yeah. If Jacksonville, and I think that could be the same thing if, for Kyle If Jacksonville's too. struggling, they'll put Nick Foles in. If if Gardner Minshew's leading them to a a seven yeah. and two record or I think that could be the six same, and three, same for Carolina. It's like, yeah. what do you look at there? 